0: I was thinking about um today. Today? Ten minutes ago? Something like that. Um I don't know if this is like a well-known thing, but um why are like animals noses wet? You know what I mean? (laughs) I was just thinking about it. I don't know where I saw I saw some something's nose. So like a horse's nose, and I was like, Why? And then I was thinking about my dogs and how I was like, they're really similar noses, you know, the, the shape, the color, the way it's, it is. And, um, I just really wondered, you know, this is some hard hitting questions. I uh, Look, I was also wondering if this is something, everything, everyone knows, like it's a well-known thing. Um, but for me, it's something I don't know. So I don't know if I'm stupid or what. But yeah, someone hit me up. Someone, someone let me know why animals' noses are wet. You know, just a little bit of trivia for me. Some fun facts. Someone, someone probably be like, "How's this guy?" Doesn't know how. Anyway, let's get into it. Sorry the fuck up. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, 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 what's good? what's good? Addicts gang. It's your boy, of course, it's your boy. I'm back. It's Charlie uh, I am here with my uh, triple S pod, uh, my start sits and same game solo pod. um, I do apologize. I didn't have this out on Wednesday slash Thursday for the my Australian American viewers. Whatever days before the TNF. Um, Yeah. So I just wanted to quickly apologize about that. Um, But. Back to. The regular. Scheduled. Show. Before I start. Getting into my Triple S solo pod. Follow us on the socials. It is on the Instagrams. At the Fantasy Addicts, and on the Twitters, at the FB Addicts. We're grinding. We're trying to get better. Just like Stefan Diggs is trying to... Oh, Stefan Diggs. Jalen Ramsey is trying to get better because he had a rough week one. Um, But yeah. So instead, today, instead of giving you a preview, I'm going to do a TNF breakdown. Um, Just going to go through everything, what I saw, what I think is positives to take out of the game, and some negatives. That uh, was a great game. Kind of, for me, even though it was you know close and it was twenty seven to twenty four, pretty much after that interception, which uh, I I wasn't happy about because like you could clearly see like Joe whatever it was, he wanted to come out of the game, and then his body language when he he did the route, like does he not want? Was he so tired that? He didn't want a touchdown. Like like I I look, I'm not an NFL player. But I understand he just, you know, broke three tackles and then got to where got them to where they need to be. And I would definitely not draw up a play to go back to him, especially if he's trying to come out. You also have Austin Eckler in there. And Mike Will made it, who should have had two touchdowns, but I'll get into that later. But anyway um for me watching that game it was a great game right up to the inception then once that happened i don't know i i just got bored i was just like really that's how it's going to that's how it's going to go down great play by the um the corner um congrats on to him you know uh but uh yeah chiefs are still kings uh very worried about Hobo. i hope he's okay if uh my mvp doesn't doesn't uh, heal up quick it's going to be a it's going to be a weird season for for the charges if they don't have their qb um but what is great to see out of these two teams is they have like just the top to bottom roster make is that how you say it that the quality of players that they have um is awesome like these two are always going to have games like this because um they have you know top 5 quarterback play um one team has you know top 2 top 3 tight end and then one team has you know Mike Williams and Keenan Allen so it's like it's really even though you want a 40 to 45 point you know game obviously so everyone wants to watch um taking fantasy out like it's a good it's always a good matchup. Um but yeah, shout out to the Chiefs. Shout out Chiefs, Chiefs Kingdom, you know. You guys will forever be good. Um uh, if you have that this um quarterback coach doer, And uh Herbo and the Chargers have got some work to do. Anyway, let's get into the fantasy aspect of everything. Um I'm gonna go through the W's. Um shout out to my boy Mike Will made it. That's my guy. Look, I just wanna point out um, I saw a lot of Instagram comments and a lot of Twitters, Twitters posts or whatever you call it, about Mike Will and and just you know the overreactions that you saw from week one. Like I understand, Keenan Allen did go down, but I don't know how much you watch this guy, but uh, like uh, or this Chargers offense in general. But there's just some games where he is actually. Like used as a decoy. Like I'm, I'm not I, am telling you. Like he's, it's actually their point of emphasis for him to drag the safety in the corner and leave DeAndre Carter, Josh Palmer, Austin Eckler, and you know that other guy, Keenan Allen, wide open. If they just have one on one, especially Keenan Allen, getting open all day. So and and if the game plan's not that. It's the game plan they they just had, you know. It's, it's it's air raid straight to Mike Williams. He's it's he's gonna give you this type of production for the season. That's why he's not your wide receiver one. That's why he's your wide receiver two or your flex. And I hope everyone listened to us and how you drafted, and and that's what's gonna happen. He's gonna give you one point, but it shouldn't it shouldn't lose you your matchup. You should have drafted your team and constructed it in a way where Mike Williams wins you your week when he goes off like this and if he doesn't and he drops one two points you're okay because of how you've structured your roster i don't want to see no one coming at no one talking about mike will isn't you know got talked up this whole offseason yeah he's a he's a good fucking player bro like he's great he doesn't get separation off his cornerback But it doesn't matter Because every cornerback Is a little boy Next to him Alright Asante Samuel Couldn't even Asante Samuel What am I saying Asante Samuel Um, The corner that they had Matched up against him All night Was a rookie DB And the reason They, they had to uh, Put him up against him Is just because of the length And the height Of the corner Like They can't play their best corner Because he's too big So Shout out Mike Will Huge bounce back Love, love that man. Um, next guy I wanna um speak about is CH. Had another great, efficient game. Um I honestly think he's a huge, huge sell high. Um, he can't keep doing this every game. I don't care what you think about him. He's not gonna have ten touches a game and score this many fantasy points a game. Like it's not gonna happen. And even though I like I understand like like oh Charlie him, but he's in you know a top five offense. He's the running back. He's the lead runner. Yeah, no, I understand, but he's in a committee. Like don't don't get don't get it twisted. Like, Jarek McKinnon is in there, and he's not going away. And as you saw, Jarek McKinnon caught that touchdown. He was in the red zone. He was on the he was playing the goal line. All right, this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna gonna bring them both in because Jarek McKinnon's all right as well, you know. And they're just they're both good running backs, they're not great, and if they keep being efficient on their touches, they're just going to keep doing what they're doing, and CEH is not ripping off a 60-yard run every game, that's not the type of player he is, he's not scoring two touchdowns, so great game for CEH, shout out my guy CEH, sell high, everyone sell high please. Next guy I want to talk about is Gerald Everett, another great game by him, I think that he's going to be a really good um you know every year you want to find a tight end right at the end of the draft or not even drafted that ends up being a top 5 to 7 tight end by the end of the year and i think this is the guy i think that um if you i think that if you think about how Keenan Allen was out and that um he did benefit a lot by that um, like a lot of th- people thought, like maybe it's going to be Josh Palmer. Maybe it was going to be Jones Ricardo. It's him. So you know, if Keenan Allen's going to miss extended time, if something happens to Mike Williams when Keenan Allen comes back, he's gonna he's gonna benefit the most. Especially with I don't know how long uh, Donald Palm is out. Shout out my guy Donald. Um, but till he's back, um this guy's gonna he's gonna be good i i actually really like him like he looks great he actually looks great and what he's wearing he looks cool and when you look cool you play good man i'm telling you (laughs) um but anyway uh let's get into some of the negative stuff um first of all my number one concern is obviously justin herbert um the news has come out he's got a fracture in one of his ribs um so he's it's caught um one of his ribs in his rib cartilage. um he's cut, apparently he's day to day at the moment um i think he's still going to play i don't i think his rushing upside is going to be capped for a little bit i don't know how long it takes to come back from this from a rib fracture especially being a quarterback um but it's it's not like he he relies on his legs you know what i'm saying i just think that that's something that makes him even more amazing than he already is but you saw what happened in the, at the end of the game he threw off a dot an absolute dot to deandre carter right at the end of the game it's like he handed him the ball it's like deandre carter was running and then justin herbert just like gave him the ball right there that's how perfect that ball was and that's how that's how good he is it makes me like it makes me, like, frustrated. It makes... It, it gives me frustration. I don't know what I'm trying to say. All I'm trying to say is, when the players are so good, it makes me feel so excited I'm frustrated. I guess. I, 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 I think I'm not doing myself justice here when I'm saying these things. Anyway, um, that's probably my number one concern. Um, and Second one is Juju and MVS. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like it at all. Um, I thought at least one of these two were gonna be the clear cut number one, but I think it's gonna be a revolving door. Um, I thought last week after Juju, um, came out in the first three drives and had, what was it, six tar- six no seven targets for seven catches, I thought, wow. Um, it's kind of scary hours here, because I think Juju's gonna be awesome. Um, but I think they're both just gonna like do what they just did. Like some games, they're gonna be absolutely nowhere to be seen. Um, and I think some games, they one of them's gonna be awesome. But in saying that, I want to keep hot. Look, if you want to cut them, cut them. I don't. If you got someone bet on the waiver wire, after this week, fair enough. Go ahead, go for your life. I don't care. But f- for me personally, I'm gonna hold these two for one more week because that charge of secondary is extremely good. Like Travis Kelse only had forty yards. How many? How many yards did Travis Kelse have? Like that's how good um their secondary is, and that just show that that that's why uh, I was reminded how good Patrick Mahomes is as well. Um, because my man even though there were a point of times where he did not look great um and he was bailed out at least 3 times from a linebacker or a db just dropping a pick um he still went out there and won the game like um what what's that guy's name Justin Watson had a touchdown you know what i mean like who's Justin Watson Patrick Mahomes who's that like stop! It's so annoying. Why? Throw it at Juju. Just give us something. Don't, don't give us what you're giving us right now. And then uh, Sky Moore, you know, he, he he didn't even get a target. So, um, yeah, Cal's had fifty yards, sorry, not forty. Um, and then he got slammed to the ground like he wasn't. He was on Monday Night Raw. That was hectic. Um, so yeah. Um, just quickly, Juju MVS. I'm going to give him one more week. I want to see what happens next week. I want to see if it's the same thing. If it's going to be an up and down kind of thing. um, Could be a boom or bust type of players. But I'm going to wait on it. Just because of how good that defense is. And last guy I want to bring up. um, Austin Eckler. Like, the only reason it's scaring me is because he's not getting the same red zone touches as he was last year. And that's what made him so good. He had... 20. Um, 20. I don't know. Sorry, not 20. He had 20 touchdowns last year, and so far he hasn't scored one. He's gonna score one, I'm not saying that. And he still gave you a productive week, but it's scaring me how much they don't want to use him. And it's smart from a you know, football not like normal football point of view. Obviously, I'm not gonna run my. Five foot nine, no, I don't know how tall he is, but he's small. Five foot nine running back into the ground first two games of the season, like they did last year. Because what's the what, why do you need to do that? You don't need to do that. That's why you brought in Sony Michel. That's why you have Justin Kelly. That's why you have Isaiah Villa. Shout out my guy, Isaiah villa. <laughs> oh god, that guy. Anyway, um, yeah, I just I just hope that um like towards the end of the season, maybe mid-season, maybe it's kind of like a an like a big big jump in t- red zone touches and then comes down again by the end of the year. Um, I still think he's going to be great. He's going to be RB one. We're going to start him. He had freaking what nine catches, um, this week, and that's that's why you love him. That's why you get um Austin Eckler. But that that was a concern for me. Um yeah, so that's my um TNF breakdown. It was a great game, loved it. Um but yeah. Okay, so now that we're finished with the Thursday night football breakdown, I am going to move into the second part of the triple S, which is the starts and sits of the week. What should we go with first? Should we go with uh Yeah, yeah, we'll go with the we'll go with the sits. Start us off, you know, with the with the sad ones, with the negatives, and then finish it off with the with the starts of the week. That's what you love, what you want to see. All right, here we go. I've got a, a start sit for every position, um, except for defense. I've got a start of the week for defense, but I don't have a sit of the week for defense. I think it's pretty. Clear. Anyway, no, no worries. Uh let's get into it. So my first hit of the week at the quarterback position is Marcus Mariota. Um, the man of uh, the Falcons quarterback. He had a great week one. Um he didn't score that much. He only scored about um 18 points. Um, but you know, that's that's still great at the quarterback position, especially in two quarterback leagues. Um, I think if you're looking for a streamer, do not look this way. There's plenty more options out there. Uh, He does have the rushing upside. But I think in this type of game where I can definitely see um, it being a negative game script, he's not going to be able to run as much. And I think that he's going to have to chuck up some passes, which is something Marcus Mariota isn't the best at. Um, I do think it is a good week for Kyle Pitts. I do think Drizzy Drake does get some passing work as well. Drizzy Drake had a great week one, um, but I think the quarterback is not. I don't. I can't see him scoring, uh, more than like fourteen, fifteen points, if that. I I think that's kind of his ceiling. Um, but look, you never know. I I don't. I really hope you know. You you don't have to. You're not scraping the bottom of the barrel at quarterback at this point in time in the season. Hopefully, there's still a lot of um, options out there for you. But I think if you are looking at Marcus Mariota between him and someone else, I definitely think you should go um, with that second option. Um, and My next guy here is a running back, James Robinson, Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, Look at it. I don't know how many people will be starting him, but I think that after seeing him play last week, in my opinion, I think it's a bit too early to just throw him in. I understand he looked great. Well, people say he looked great. I think he just benefited versing um, not the best run defense in the league. They're kind of middle of the pack. I wouldn't say they're bad, but I don't think they're, you know... I think they're just average, below average, very kind of in between uh, those two, the, the commanders, shout out, Wincy. Um, so I think that I would, this is kind of a, a good tell to see how good James Robinson's going to be uh, for the coming season. I think it's definitely a wait and see type of player. I know you're probably getting excited. You took him at the end of your draft. You're like, oh, my God, I'm, you know, James Robinson looks great. Um, but I think you should give him one more week, see how he goes. And it's a look, I know the Colts have not won in Jacksonville uh, for a while now. So, you know, I, ca- I can see it being a positive game script, maybe. Um, but I think that he's going to struggle a lot more against a defense like this. Um, Damian Pierce, Rex Burkhead, uh, they both struggled on the ground against this team last week. Uh, so, I definitely think it's more of an ETN type of week. My next sit at the wide receiver position is Robbie Anderson. Um, Please don't follow the good game. I definitely think this is another player. I know um, I just said it with James Robinson. It's definitely a wait and watch. Um, But I think that after the low volume that CMC and DJ Moore got last week, um, I think that's going to be... Completely flipped on its head. I think they're going to be kind of the vocal point of vocal point vocal point of this offense this week, uh, just because of how little they were used uh, last game, and I think Robbie Anst- Robbie Anderson really um, gets hurt by that. I can I look. I don't know. I'm not going to sit here and say DJ Moore is going to go off, but I definitely think he's going to be hyper targeted. He had a very small game last week, and normally after that. Small game, a poor performance. Um, so I uh, normally after a week like that, a great receiver and running back, uh, they always bounce back in a big way. Um, so I think Robbie Anderson's gonna um be affected quite a lot by that. He only got five targets. It was just that one big bomb. And look, that's what Robbie Anderson does. But I don't want to um follow the last week's performance. My next. Uh, player to sit this week is George Kittle. If he does play, uh, I know this is kind of a uh, low hanging fruit with this one. Um, but I think that normally, with big name players, when they if they do end up playing off an injury, especially something like this, it's a groin injury. Um, I think even if he does play, this is going to be a heavy run game. Um, so I Myself and George Kittle owner. I want him to not to play. Once to just gets back to one hundred percent. Don't worry, they don't need you, man. You're gonna they're gonna be fine. They're just gonna run the ball. They'll be all right. So, um, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna take the strategy and and pick up someone like a tight end off the waivers. Hopefully, um, you can pick up my start of the week. Um, so yeah, George Kittle, Robbie Anderson, James Robinson, and Marcus Mariota. Um. So yeah, that's that's my sits of the week. Let's get into much more better positivity. Uh, we let's get into the last S in the triple S. It is the starts of the week. My first start of the week. Um, this was kind of hard. I I got two. Uh, I'll I'll give you my honorable mention at the quarterback position. After my guy here, it is Matthew Stafford. Um, look, he's going to bounce back in a big way. They they're going to show the league. Uh, that was just a rough week one. They're still learning. They're still trying to get all their new pieces involved. Still trying to figure out this new offense, this new O-line and everything. And I think because the O-line is struggling, he's going to pass the ball more than you think. Like, I understand they might be up big, you know, they might be up by like 20 points already at halftime. But I, if you look last year, Matthew Stafford and Sean McVeigh are bullies. When they went up against a bad team and they won by more than ten point more than 10, 15 points, when he versus Houston, Detroit, Jacksonville, and Chicago four bad teams last year, he threw for three hundred and three in each of those games. Um, I think the only time he didn't he threw under three hundred was against Jacksonville and he threw two ninety five. But he, he threw three touchdowns in all three game, uh, all four games last year. And I think it's going to be the same with this one. I think they want to prove a point. I feel bad for the Falcons. Um, it's going to be a huge bounce back for Matt Stafford. Start your Cooper Cup. I'm very excited to see what Cooper Cup does. And Alan Robertson. Yeah. Watch out for him. That's my guy right there. Um, My next start of the week at the running back position is... Lenny Fornetti, Lenny Fornet. Look, I have weird vibes about this game because even though the Saints are underdogs, every single like um, uh, sports network and you know fantasy football analyst that you know takes picks at games and and the lines and everything, they all pick in the Saints to win. And I, even though. You know, like Las Vegas doesn't have that. ever. like everyone knows the Saints beats Tom, and there's so many bad vibes coming out of Tampa. You know, for the everyone has had limited participation in practice at the wide receiver position. Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Russell Gage, but I don't think that matters. I think they all play. Um, and I think Lenny is going to have a big game because Cordaro Patterson last week went for a buck twenty one twenty, and. One, and we can all agree Lenny Fournette is a little bit better than CPAT maybe (laughs) uh and I definitely think he's going to be a vocal point in the passing game just because of how beat up this wide receiver core is so Lenny Fournette don't hesitate to start him if you're thinking about benching him anyway it's kind of kind of weird weird you're kind of weird if you think about that but anyway start the big man start the start the fat boy He's gonna he's gonna produce. My next start of the week at the wide resi- wide receiver wide receiver position. Shout out Andrew. It's Armon Ra St. Brown. The this Lions game right here is gonna be just as high scoring as the last game. And Amon Ra had a great game last game. Um, he's gonna be playing out the slot the slot corner. Uh, for the other team does not look. Great. um, I, I forgot his name, um, but if he's going to be heavily playing in the slot and DeAndre Swift is going to be limited on top of that, I can see a lot of targets going to the main man, Arwen Ra St. Brown. So please, please start your um, Arwen Ra St. Brown I forgot this guy's name, but Christian Kirk played out of the slot last week and he absolutely torched this guy for uh, 114 yards. So please, if Armin Rai is not start in your starting lineup, which he should be anyway, put him in. He's going to have a huge game. And I at the tight end position? uh, Like I said before, bench George Kittle this week if he plays because he's not really going to be playing. He's just going to be out there. It's Bobby Tonyan. Um I think that Aaron Rodgers is a great start this week as well. Um when Aaron Rodgers comes off a loss and an ugly loss at that the next game, he throws for like five touchdowns. <laughs> um and he also owns the bears. So this is gonna be a blowout game, and I think Bobby Tunyan is gonna be uh is gonna lead the targets, target share in this. In this uh, wide receiver core, because last week he led the team, or he tied the team lead with uh Romeo Dubes um, and he only played thirty six percent of the snaps. Um, he's only getting healthier. He looks great. Put Bobby Tunnyon in. I'm telling you, he's not going to disappoint you. Um, I think he has a a very high floor. Um, I wouldn't mind if you want to start Tyler Higbee either um, that the uh, Aaron Rodgers and Matthew Stafford are in the same boat um, the only reason I didn't go with Tyler Higbee is because of my Allen Robertson love and I think that if Tyler Higbee doesn't score a touchdown I don't know I don't think he's getting 11 targets again I may be wrong Alan Robertson might might be dead and Tyler Higbee probably had a, had, had a huge game um, Next time you hear from me um. But I think Bobby Tunyon's kind of safer here He's going to have a lot more targets He's going to be more um Involved in the offense Because when Aaron Rodgers likes you He likes you, like Randall Cobb still has a job Because of Aaron Rodgers um, So put Bobby Tunyon in And bench George Kittle <laughs> Which is what exactly what I'm doing um, I, I have both these guys Actually I have Tyler Higby too So um, I, I've been stuck all week Trying to figure out what to do there um, in my dynasty League Anyway That is my That wraps up my start of the week uh, My starts of the week So it's Matthew Stafford Lennon Fournette Armin Ross St. Brown And Bobby Tunyon Oh Sorry Before I wrap it up Defense of the week this week Bengals defense Browns defense I really hope you've You've picked those two up Um, They'll probably only wave a wire I'd probably aim for To get the Bengals but if you could pick up The Bengals this week They play the Jets next week So Bengals, 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 D. Browns, 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 D. Um, I think Browns will probably have a better um, defensive score this week. But um, I think that uh, just because Daniel Jones loves a good good old pick, good old turnover. <laughs> he likes to give it to the other team. Weird little habit, uh, Denny. Should probably figure that out. Anyway, um, anyway. <laughs> that's my start to the week thank you for joining me uh for the triple s's um and now i wasn't gonna do this but i think that because i couldn't give you a same game for the tnf which i'm actually glad because the three same games i had for the tnf did not work out shout out my man juju really ruined all my bets there <laughs> um i had him for like 20 25 plus yards and one 40 and 40 man got 10 it was awesome i love to see it uh shout out shout out shout out corvette corvette anyway my same i'm just gonna pick a random game here My like my favorite game to have the same game in if that makes sense um i'm gonna go with the game i was talking about quite a bit which is the packers and the bears I don't normally like taking these huge lines as um, if you listen to the last pod with my, ma- my main man, Joel, Joel Amor. Um, he says that he doesn't like big lines too, which is fair enough. It's not what you really want, but in this game, it just, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't normally lose like that. And then next game, um, he, he, he not only does he bury them like he stays in the game to bury them even more in the fourth quarter so um i think that um in this game you can definitely take the nine and a half line if you want to be a bit more conservative which the same game is pretty conservative if you want to do an alternate line of like seven um i think that's an easy hit it's, it's going to bring your odds down but my odds for this um whole same game is pretty high anyway um, my next one is Rogers plus two touchdowns. Book it, easiest fucking thing you can put in your put. Can you? Can everyone just put that in any multi that they have? Like even if they have the, like a tennis bet or something, or like you want to have a go at the greyhounds or you know the trots. Just just chuck in right at the end. Aaron Rodgers two tuts because it's gonna happen. This is also gonna happen. Rogers two hundred plus pass yards. These two combined gets me to two dollars. These two tuds and two hundred plus yards from Rogers. That's ridiculous. So I I probably would just do those plus the pack to win. Um, uh, that's that's only gonna give you like two dollars, maybe a dollar ninety with everything. Um, but. That's a great bet as well. Anyway, I wanted to add these two because it happened last week. It's going to happen again. It's AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, both going for a 45-plus rush yards. Uh, that's kind of what they're going to average their baseline for the season, in my opinion, especially if they're going to be up, and they, I plan for them to be up. They're going to have more than this. I think they could easily both rush for over 80 um, I think right at the end of this, still, you know, today up by 15, it's just going to be AJ Dillon. So I think if you have to pick between a Dillon or Jones, who's going to have more rush yards, you want to get a bit cuter with this bet, you can um, up Dillon's um, rush yards if you want to. But all these come together in a parlay or same game, and it equals to $3.90, or I think um, in American terms. <laughs> is minus three ninety, I think something like that. Three hundred Anyway, if you put twenty five dollars on it, you win like not hundred bucks. So, um, I think that's uh easy money right there. I don't think it gets easier than that. Um, if you want to be safer, like I told you, you got alternate options. I don't even have a touchdown scorer in this bet, and I really want to, but I'm I'm happy with just the yardage. Um, I think you can have multiple parlay or same games in this in this game if you want to. I personally will. Um, but I think that after last week with the big L in my same game, I want to come back with a big W. And this is pretty big. $3.90 on something that I think is very very gettable. The only thing I can the only thing I can think of, the reason why this doesn't happen, is AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones absolutely just go bonkers and go for like 200 200 sorry like 150 each and steal all the touchdowns but I can 100% see Aaron Rodgers get doing like a little tap pass to Aaron Jones and he's just runs it in and that's a touchdown for Aaron, Aaron Rodgers little Patrick Mahomes type beat um so yeah that concludes my um triple s pod for today thank you all for joining me um there's gonna be another pod out Tomorrow, I think, don't quote me on this. Um, it's not a guarantee. Um, Joel wants to have a special guest on for tomorrow. Just gonna talk about our dynasty league and uh, other few things. It's still in the works, not too sure if it's gonna happen. Um shout out to Frank, he had his first solo pod this week. Um, good for you, love you, King. That's the man right there, that's dad. Um, so listen into that after. Everything goes down. It's a it's a really nice summary of all the games. Um Joel's pod just come out as well, like I said earlier in the in my show. Um best bets, best DFS lineup, that that man he doesn't like to lose money. So if you wanna listen to someone and you wanna you wanna follow in their footsteps, like I, I'm I'm just looking at something that I like. And I just wanna have have a bit, but he gets he gets grumpy if he doesn't win. So uh, I'm not saying he's I'm not guaranteeing anything from from Joel, but I'm saying he puts a lot of work into it. So don't 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 think he's trying to lose you your money f- for fun. <laughs> um, shout out Joe. And then um my NCAA boys, They're a new pod, um, Burjo and Andy. Um, well, how does he start it? I love the intro. It's so good. It's um, good day, good day from the NCAA. That every time he says that, I laugh. Anyway, um, listening to the pods, uh, we're gonna be bringing them out to you. This won't happen again, guys. Uh, I'm late this week, but next week I'm back on track. Um, follow us on the socials, like I said at the start of the show. On Instagram at the fantasy addicts and on the Twitters at the FB addicts. Um, it's been, been great having you guys. Love you all. And um, let's, let's enjoy week two of NFL football. Let's go. Peace. we hey.